You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The season is down to the last three weeks or so, and so the Arizona Diamondbacks are going to play out the string, as they say. Um, but there have been some new faces that have joined the team. So let's talk about that with Steve Gilbert. I am Allison Footer. Steve Gilbert. Seven players added, five call-ups, and two off of the disabled list. So um, I guess looking at it overall, I would think that this is probably what September calls used to be back in the old days before managers started using, like, matchups for every single batter that comes in the sixth inning and beyond, making these games, like, mind-numbingly awful to try to get through. Um, these appear to be maybe guys auditioning for next year. Would that be accurate to say? Yeah, I think there are, there are a number of guys that, that uh, have a real chance to, to make an impression for next year. I think one of the guys that's kind of interesting that they called back up is uh, outfielder Mitch Hanniger, who um, had a real nice season in AAA, an outstanding season in AAA. Um, and, and so he's somebody that they want to you know try to get a little bit longer look at um, some of these guys, it might be difficult and challenging to find at-bats for. Um, but I think Hanniger is one of those guys that, that uh, you know, could be playing to, to really, uh, you know, set himself up for spring training next year. Um, I think it's important to, you know, Ruby Delarosa was activated from the DL. I think they want to see uh, him healthy and throwing the ball well when the, when the season ends. I think that's important for them going into spring training. Um, and then you always get kind of the nice stories in there, um, you know, the, the, the Kyle Jensen coming up after all these years in the minor leagues and, and getting his shot, um, likely not to um, maybe play a lot uh, over the next few weeks, but still uh, just making it to the big leagues after a long climb and, and not being a high draft pick, uh, certainly rewarding for him. And that's always kind of a neat thing to see this time of year when, when guys, got, you know, guys like that get the call. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, there's been a lot of t- talk about how to ad- adjust this uh, September call thing, and, and my long diatribe on that was kind of a nod to that. Um, there clearly are issues with just how players are being used now. Um, it changes the entire tenor kind of, of a team. Um, it, can, it can really, um, I don't know, affect a lot of pennant races. It doesn't quite seem, seem fair. Um, but the fact that, yeah, a guy would be rewarded even if – like not giving him a lot of playing time um, that there's no harm in that. Right. I mean, it's, it's up to the team. It's the expense of the team because they have to pay them the prorated major league salary. Um, so it's, that's kind of stuff you don't really want to see go away. Yeah. It's kind of a nice reward for a guy. I mean, they added him to the 40 man roster. Um, probably not likely to stick there during the off season when they have to, to make room for some of the, the other guys that they're going to have to protect that are not currently on a roster. But um, a nice gesture by the Diamondbacks, not that he didn't earn it, I don't mean gesture that way, but gesture in terms of rewarding him for the work that he did this year um, and not using the excuse that they didn't have a roster spot open for him or, or that it would you know, cost X amount of dollars to do it. Um, so I think that's a nice thing. I think you know, you're right. The September call-ups would be great to see if they could uh, you know, limit the amount of guys available on any given night um, so we don't have to necessarily see Dave Roberts go through four pitchers in the sixth inning of a game as we did last night, which, you know, doesn't do much for pace of play initiatives right now. Yeah, there's been a lot of, um, you know, suggestions from a lot of veteran managers and baseball people. Uh, I think every manager is in agreement that they would like for things to be a little bit more controlled when it comes to how many players you can have 
um, on a roster at any given time, the general suggestion is 25-man roster every single day, but you can manipulate it if you if you so choose. Um, I think that it probably needs to go either by series or maybe even per week just because if you're able to – I don't know, if you're able to adjust your roster every day, you could just, like, take your four non – the four pitch starting pitchers that aren't going to pitch that night, just take them off and just add all the bullpen arms on, and it doesn't seem to change anything from what it is now. I guess, um, but if they have that by series or maybe per week, that might make a little bit more sense. That seems to have a lot of momentum, whereas other things sort of go away. It seems like that might be something that they talk about this winter. Yeah, I think that'd be probably a good idea. Certainly, if they're trying to, you know, improve the pace of play. Um, that would be something I think uh, would definitely help them out, uh, you know, limiting that, that number on a daily basis so that guys can't um, just continually play matchups. It's, you know, it doesn't – one of the things the Dimebacks are, are going to do here in the next few weeks is while they're looking at some of the younger guys, you know, Chip Hale's gone out of his way to say he wants to be mindful of teams like the Giants, Dodgers, uh, and even the Rockies who are either, you know, in the pennant race or on the cusp of a pennant race. Um, he's not just going to roll out a, a, an all-triple-A lineup um, against those guys. He would save that more for other teams that, that maybe are not in the hunt. Um, so he's you know, very mindful with, he said, how they're going to play these, uh, these last few weeks. And whereas a lot of clubs may not put an emphasis on winning at this point when they're as far back as they are, um, uh, those clubs aren't uh, led by – their baseball operations departments aren't led by Tony La Russa, who – believes in winning all the time. So, um, you know, Tony was telling us the other night, every little win you get in September, you know, means something and, and helps teach guys going forward, um, you know, how to win. So they're certainly not, uh, at least from a management standpoint, ready to throw in the towel on this year, even though uh, obviously they're going to finish with a very, very disappointing record. Yeah. So that we might as well touch on, on, the contract situation. So reports recently have indicated that um, there aren't going to be any decisions made on La Russa or Dave Stewart um, or some of the, I guess the other front office members until the season is completely over. Um, is that, is that accurate? And is that fair? It, there seems to be some national writers who think that that's not exactly fair to some of the underlings under, under these guys who may not may retain their jobs in that, it doesn't give them a ton of time to go search for other jobs in case they're also let go. Is that, is that, am I reading that right? Well, yeah, I think, I think part of it is they just, um, the season has gone so sideways for them and, and it's been such a disappointment that I think, uh, you know, Ken Kendrick and Derek Hall want to take time to make sure they digest everything and take everything into consideration before they, uh, before they maybe make a snap judgment uh, on these guys um, because they do respect you know, the, the history that these guys have in the game. And so that I think they want to take a long look and, and, and see where the organization is, what they could be doing better and, and see if these are the guys that they believe can lead them, uh, can lead them back into contention, whether that's next year or the next few years, whatever the case might be. Here's a guy that can lead him back into contention. Zach Greinke. Um Wow. Four, <laughs> five home runs against the Dodgers in LA the last time he faced them. Uh, that's, that's got to be worrisome. I don't care what anybody says. That's that's not that's not right. What's going on with him? That uh, that was about as stunning uh, <laughs> a thing as you will see. Uh, it's not, you know. Certainly, he had a rough outing against the uh, the Red Sox that I know we talked about a few weeks back. Um, but I guess his first start back at Dodger Stadium and just to see him get 
um, beat as badly as he did with five home runs, the most he's ever allowed in his career. Um, you know, he seemed a little bit struggling for answers after the game and um, kind of fell back on the old, well, made a few bad pitches and, um, you know, they seem to not be missing right now and they're swinging the hot bat. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it, it, it just seemed like there were an awful lot of hittable pitches um, and, and they really didn't miss him uh, when he left him out there. So, you know, in a certain sense, I guess you're concerned. In another sense, it is that Granky who does have such a track record of success that you you, you figure he's got to be better than that. So, um, I guess yes and no on the, on the concern, but certainly uh, very disappointing. Except for the Dodger fans, they were very excited to see him <laughs> struggle. Um, they booed him when he was announced in the starting lineups. They booed him when he came up for his first at bat. They booed him when they took him out of the game in the, in the fifth <laughs> inning. Um, so they certainly had a good time with it, but, uh, Zach did not look like he had a good time, nor did, uh, it look like any of the, uh, Diamondbacks personnel who were in LA, uh, did not look like they had a good time with that. No. Yeah. I, I just, I worry that Zach Greinke is got the kind of personality where being on an ineffective team can absolutely affect his performance. And, you know, you look back at some of his successes, he's also had a lot to play for, um, but that's uh, that's a conversation we'll have for another day. So thank you so much, Steve. Appreciate it. Um, and we'll talk to you uh, as the season trudges on towards this glorious end. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Allison. <laughs> MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.